You're listening to the Study Legal English podcast, the world's first legal English podcast, helping lawyers and law students become fluent in legal English. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Study Legal English podcast. In today's episode, I will read an article about employment law. Study Legal English gained permission to use the article in this episode from the International Law Office, ILO. It was written by Jacqueline Gant on September the 20th, 2017 and contributed by Faskin Martinu de Moulong LLP to ILO. The article is published at www.internationallawoffice.com. The ILO is a great website to stay up to date on legal topics and I recommend listeners to register to get free access to this resource. You can do so at www.internationallawoffice.com forward slash account forward slash login dot ASPX. So let's get started. First, I'll read the article at a slow pace. Introduction For employers, shutting down operations, providing working notice, is often the best way to reduce severance amounts owed. However, in McLeod against 127458 Ontario Inc., an Ontario court confirmed that working notice is appropriate only for employees capable of working during the notice period. Facts. The employer sold furniture and appliances. The employee, KM, had worked as a mover for the employer for 18 years. On September the 18th, 2015, KM was involved in a non-work-related car accident. He was unable to attend work and began an unpaid leave of absence. On January the 29th, 2016, KM provided a doctor's note stating that he would be unable to work until March the 15th, 2016. Two days later, while KM was off work, the employer sent its employees notice of termination. The employer advised that it was shutting down operations on July the 31st, 2016 and the period from January the 31st, 2016 to July the 31st, 2016 would constitute working notice. On March the 15th, 2016, the date that KM was originally scheduled to return to work, KM provided a note from a new doctor stating that he was unable to work. Over the following months, the employer requested further medical information supporting KM's continued absence. KM provided medical information indicating he could not return to work in any capacity. On July the 21st, 2016, KM's doctor cleared him for light duties on a part-time basis. He returned to work on July the 27th and 29th, 2016. As planned, on July the 31st, 2016, the employer closed down operations. 
On October the 31st, 2016, KM started a new job for comparable pay. Decision Working Notice In April 2017, KM filed a claim alleging wrongful dismissal. The key issue for the court was whether working notice was appropriate when KM was unable to work. The employer argued that working notice was appropriate and that KM had been capable of working. The employer questioned the integrity of the doctor's notes, alleging that KM had shopped around for a doctor that would opine that he was incapable of working. The court summarily dismissed this argument, finding no evidence to support the employer's position. The court held that when KM received notice of termination, he was incapable of working. Accordingly, working notice was inappropriate and KM was entitled to damages representing the salary that he would have earned had he worked during the notice period. In coming to this conclusion, the court confirmed that employers should not issue working notice to employees who are incapable of working during the notice period. Further, the court commented that if the employer believed that the doctor's notes were false, it could have rejected them at the time and terminated KM for cause. The court stated that the employer was not entitled to accept the doctor's notes when offered, then question their validity at trial. Notice awarded In order to determine the appropriate notice period, the courts will consider the character of employment, the length of service, the employee's age, availability of similar employment and the employee's experience, training and qualifications. In this case, KM had been a driver and mover for the employer for 18 years and was 43 when his employment was terminated. The court determined that KM was entitled to 12 months' notice which was reduced by three months as he had mitigated his loss by finding a new position. KM was therefore awarded nine months' base salary as pay in lieu of notice, representing his salary from January the 31st, 2016, when he received notice of termination, to October the 31st, 2016, when he began his new job. Lessons for employers. Two key lessons may be gleaned from this decision. Do not give working notice to employees who cannot work during that period. Had the employer waited until KM was capable of returning to work, it would have been liable for only three months' notice as KM mitigated his damages within three months of the operation's closing. Employers cannot accept doctor's notes stating that an employee is incapable of working at the time, then question the notes after the fact. If an employer is suspicious about the validity of a doctor's note, the issue should be addressed immediately.
waiting until trial to question whether the employee was actually capable of working, will find no favour with the court. That's the end of the article. Now let's discuss some of the key vocabulary. First, you'll hear the vocabulary. There will then be a beep and a short pause for you to repeat the vocabulary. This is followed by the definition. Then we'll hear an example sentence, followed by a beep and a short pause for you to repeat the new phrase. Number one, shut down. Definition to close, to stop operating. Example, repeat after the beep. The company is shutting down its operations. Number two, work notice. Definition. The time given to inform an employee or employer that the employee will finish work. Example, repeat after the beep. The employee must give two weeks work notice if he wants to leave the company. Number three, severance pay. Definition, payment to an employee whose employment contract has been terminated or contract for services has been cut short. Example, repeat after the beep. In some jurisdictions, there is no statutory requirement for severance pay. Number four, V for verses. Definition. In a court case, the V is an abbreviation of the Latin verses. However, in many countries, including the UK, when spoken, we say against or and. Example, repeat after the beep. In the court case, McLeod against 1274458 Ontario Inc. McLeod is the claimant. Number 5. Doctor's Note Definition A written note which states that a person is ill Sometimes this is required by employers in order for the employee to receive sick pay. Example, repeat after the beep. In case of illness, we request that you provide a doctor's note. Well done. Now I'll read the article at a fast pace. Introduction. For employers shutting down operations, providing working notice is often the best way to reduce severance amounts owed. 
However, in McCloyd against 12744458 Ontario Inc., an Ontario court confirmed that working notice is appropriate only for employees capable of working during the notice period. Facts The employer sold furniture and appliances. The employee, KM, had worked as a mover for the employer for 18 years. On September 18, 2015, KM was involved in a non-work-related car accident. He was unable to attend work and began an unpaid leave of absence. On January 29, 2016, KM provided a doctor's note stating that he would be unable to work until March 15, 2016. Two days later, while KM was off work, the employer sent its employees notice of termination. The employer advised that it was shutting down operations on July 31, 2016 and the period from January 31, 2016 to July 31, 2016 would constitute working notice. On March 15, 2016, the date that KM was originally scheduled to return to work, KM provided a note from a new doctor stating that he was unable to work. Over the following months, the employer requested further medical information, supporting KM's continued absence. KM provided medical information indicating he could not return to work in any capacity. On July 21, 2016, KM's doctor cleared him for light duties on a part-time basis. He returned to work on July 27 and 29, 2016. As planned, on July 31, 2016, the employer closed down operations. On October 31, 2016, KM started a new job for comparable pay. Decision Working Notice In April 2017, KM filed a claim alleging wrongful dismissal. The key issue for the court was whether working notice was appropriate when KM was unable to work. The employer argued that working notice was appropriate and that KM had been capable of working. The employer questioned the integrity of the doctor's notes, alleging that KM had shopped around for a doctor that would opine that he was incapable of working. The court summarily dismissed this argument, finding no evidence to support the employer's position. The court held that when KM received notice of termination, he was incapable of working. Accordingly, working notice was inappropriate and KM was entitled to damages representing the salary that he would have earned had he worked during the notice period. In coming to this conclusion, the court confirmed that the employers should not issue working notice to employees who are incapable of working during the notice period. Further, the court commented that if the employer believed that the doctor's notes were false, it could have rejected them at the time and terminated KM for cause. The court stated that the employer was not entitled to accept the doctor's notes when offered, then question their validity at trial. Notice awarded In order to determine the appropriate notice period, the court will consider the character of employment, the length of service, the employee's age, availability of similar employment and the employee's experience, training and qualifications. In this case, KM had been a driver and mover for the employer for 18 years and was 43 when his employment was terminated. The court determined that KM was entitled to 12 months' notice, which was reduced by three months as he had mitigated his losses by finding a new position. 
KM was therefore awarded nine months base salary as pay in lieu of notice, representing his salary from January 31, 2016 when he received notice of termination to October 31, 2016 when he began his new job. Lessons for employers Two key lessons may be gleaned from this decision. Do not give working notice to employees who cannot work during that period. Had the employer waited until KM was capable of returning to work, it would have been liable for only three months' notice, as KM mitigated his damages within three months of the operation's closing. Employers cannot accept doctor's notes stating that an employee is incapable of working at the time, then question the notes after the fact. If an employer is suspicious about the validity of a doctor's note, the issue should be addressed immediately. Waiting until trial to question whether the employee was actually capable of working will find no favour with the court. So, that's the end of today's episode, where we've listened to an article about employment law in Canada. For more practice, Podcast Pro members can access online learning materials, including transcripts of the shows and quizzes, to test your knowledge. If you're not a member yet, you can sign up for a free trial at www.studylegalenglish.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. And if you have any feedback or topic requests, or would like to feature on the show, I would love to hear from you. You can get in touch by email, info at studylegalenglish.com or on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening and see you next time.